You're listening to What Deve Said About Music, the beard on the shoulder of Pirate Radio with your host, Bob Deve, your personal music pusher. So get high on his supply. Uh, I remember when I was in that little bitty radio station and I was playing all those rock and roll records? Well, that's what I'm doing right now. If you can visualize that, that's what all of us in radio do. Did you hear? 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 What do they said about music? Hey, this is Coley from AB in the Sea, and you're listening to... Hi, this is Kevin from Weekend, and you're listening to What Do They Said About Music. Peace. There's something wrong with the world today. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with our eyes We're seeing things in a different way And God knows it ain't His It sure ain't no surprise We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a special bulletin from KUSF and the Intercontinental Radio News. Warning, community and college radio are under attack. I repeat, we are under attack. Armed with lawyers, guns, and money, a secret alliance of corporate, religious, and political interests have descended on KUSF 90.3 FM in San Francisco. We are fighting back, but we need your help. If they are allowed to win even here in Shangri-La, what hope can remain for the real America? Help us in fighting the power here before it outgrows us all. If it does, your radio station will be next. Visit SaveKUSF.org and join the Save KUSF community on Facebook for further briefing. And hurry, we don't have much time. Well, if that doesn't scare you, I don't know what will. Welcome to What Duvet Said About Music. I'm your host, Robert Bob Duvet. Thanks again for joining me, people, on this weekly dog and pony show that I host from my kitchen, where right now the evil talons of greed and corporate interests cannot reach me. But as you heard in that spot, to save KUSF, local college radio station here in San Francisco, that was sold from under itself, cut off midstream, as it were, a couple weeks ago, and is fighting for its life. There's a rally going on right now. I believe in about 10 minutes, the Board of Supervisors are going to hear the plea, and hopefully they will intervene and stop the sale of one of the greatest college radio stations, maybe one of the greatest independent stations in the country, definitely a model for all independent and college radio stations across the country. It's been around since 1977, and it would be a very, very lonely and sad, sad radio dial 
without it at 90.3. So we are keeping our fingers crossed. I am going to dedicate this show to KUSF. I'm going to play music that KUSF inspired me to listen to and other college radio stations had inspired me to listen to. I want to shout out to KALX in Berkeley, Cal Berkeley's college radio station, KZSU, Stanford's radio station, KFJC down at Foothill College, KCRW Santa Monica in Los Angeles. Pick a college town. Pick your own radio station. They're all in jeopardy because if this happens to San Francisco, KUSF, it can happen anywhere, as they said in that spot. It would be really, really tragic. So I'm going to play songs by bands that you can only find on college radio. And let me tell you something. It's only a matter of time before what we're doing here, this podcasting business, gets caught up in all this. Once corporations find out that they can be extracting and making money and milking and wringing the people that are on the internet out there trying to, with the best of interest, promote music that they love, get bands heard, bands that otherwise are not going to get played. They're not, th- these, these radio stations now are all run by huge corporate entities with pre-programmed playlists designed to sell products to you, not designed to enlighten your life or expose you to new and different sounds. So if I'm preaching, it's for good reason because it's a very, very slippery slope. And I feel like this KUSF experience that's going on in San Francisco is really going to be a, a mirror to be held up to the rest of the country and schools will see what they can get away with. And if they feel they can get some money for their spot on the radio dial, they're going to sell and college is going to be boring. Life will be even more boring. So I will not continue to bore you with my pontificating. I am going to play a Dinosaur Jr. song. Dinosaur Jr., one of those bands that I was turned on to at a young and impressionable age and made me discover pretty much everything on the SST catalog. And in a future show, I am going to do a feature SST, the record label. So it's, it's appropriate that I play something from Dinosaur Jr. I will play a couple songs that you can only hear on college radio or could only hear back in the day. And then I'll talk at you some more.
All right, that was designed to get us in the protest mood. We had Dinosaur Jr. off your living all over me doing the lung. There is no way to collapse the lung. The lung that is KUSF. Been breathing out music since 1977. Followed by Huskerdu, something I learned today. And then Minor Threat doing Betray. Ah, oh, that's a great song. Makes me want to do like push-ups or something. That Minor Threat. They really make you want to get in shape. Anyway, let's play some more music. I'm going to play some more modern bands that owe a debt of gratitude to KUSF. I'm going to play Hank the Fourth. Love Hank the Fourth. They get played a lot on KUSF. I was taking a look at KUSF's playlist, so I'm going to play a couple bands that had a lot of received a lot of support from this radio station and others like it across the country. Also, a little bit later in the show, I am going to do a live review of I saw a bunch of music. I saw Free Energy, The Postels, and AB and the C, local band from San Francisco, play at the Independent last Thursday. Talk a bit about that show. I also went and saw Weekend and the Wax Idols. I missed Terry Maltz, but that was at the Hemlock Tavern on Saturday. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that show. I also want to alert you all to the ways you can reach us here at What Do They Said About Music. And they are. You can call us at 415-937-0445. I'll read a little bit of email that I got that was sent to whatduvaysaid at gmail.com a little bit later in the show. So you can reach us at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. And you can always find us on the blog, www.whatduvaysaid.com. Right now there is a piece up about, there's actually a, a bit of a written review of sorts, that's what I'm calling it, about the Free Energy Show, so you should check that out. We're going to have an interview with a band that I did um, a little while back. A band out of New York City called Behavior. Very interesting. I'll play a little bit of them today because that's stuff you can only hear on shows like mine in radio stations like KUSF. And what else we have coming on? Ooh, very excited. Tomorrow, Wednesday, here, the Wednesday the 2nd of February, I am going to be seeing Tristan. I've talked about her before, a singer, songwriter out of Nashville. Believe it's her first time coming to San Francisco. Very excited to have an interview with her, which will be on a following podcast. I think a podcast that will feature uh, all Nashville artists. So I'm looking forward to digging around for that. I'll ask her who she recommends, but really looking forward to her. She has an album that just came out today, Tuesday, February 1st. It's up on iTunes. Go look for it. It's called Charlatans at the Garden Gate. Her name is Tristan, T-R-I-S-T-E-N. Very, very great, uh, talented performer. Maybe I'll tease it out, play a little bit of her. So there we go. That's a show. We have a show. But let's get back to the music now. I'm going to play you some more kick-ass college rock.
That was the Coach Whips. John Dwyer from The OCs, one of his many bands. He's in the Coach Whips, the Pink, Pink and Brown, The OCs. That song is like, I was looking at my little meter here. It just was completely tacked out. So that if that doesn't wake you up, that's like a like a triple espresso or something. Before that was Hank the Fourth doing SFU, a sentiment I feel often. All right, that's two local bands that have received a lot of support from KUSF. Now I'm going to start just playing some stuff, just some music. We'll start rolling around my i iTunes catalog here and see what we can't play for you. I'm going to keep the the music come in, and then I'll be talking a lot more later in the show. So uh, it's a mystery what's going to come next. I'm going to look for it and play it for you. How's that? It's not labor, it's love! 
All right. That was a triple shot. One of Robert Bob Duvet's patented triple shots. Put it in the bank. All right. That was three speed metal bands that are all Bay Area based that owe a huge debt of gratitude to KUSF. Supported that scene when it was just starting out. I remember going to see shows when I was, I don't know, 16 or something. Way too young to be in those shows, I'm sure. What a lot of fun, though. Talking about getting out your aggressions. Now all I have is your ears, folks, to get my aggressions out on. It's been a little hard and heavy today, hasn't it? Well, let's tell you what we played. If you're keeping score at home, we played Death Angel, Thicker Than Blood, off an album. What album is that? That album is called... Let me get to you on that one. Death Angel, Thicker Than Blood. Anyway, after that we had Metallica doing Seek and Destroy off Kill Em All. And then that was Exodus. Force of Habit is the name of the album. And the song is called Thorn in My Side. And that actually features my, my podcasting hero, Michael Butler on bass. That's the one Exodus album he plays bass on. And let me get to you. I love Death Angel, by the way. Death Angel, you can find an album called The Ultraviolence. I think it's out of print. Okay, the album that I just played, Death Angel, is called The Art of Dying. That's a newer one off of you know, some post-2000 release. Oh, excuse me. I've been fighting this cold, so I occasionally get these wads of gunk. It prevents me from being the eloquent voice that you love so much. Anyway, Death Angel. If you can find the Ultraviolence, I believe that was their first album. Came out in like the late 80s. Oh, is that a good one? But I like this one. The production's a lot better on these newer albums than it was back in the day. But that album, Ultraviolence, if you can find it, look for it. It's good. It's a, it's a good one. It's a very good one. All right, so let's uh, maybe we'll soften up the, the mood a little bit. I know when I play this podcast for my wife later, she's going to be like, I don't like it. It's just too hard. I don't like that stuff. So in the interest of, uh, you know, mixing it up a bit, I'm going to dig around, find some more music that you can only find on college radio, play it. It's going to be maybe a little bit uh, less aggressive, but just as cool, folks. And you're just as cool as you always are. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. Let me get back into the music. Enough yapping.
cocaine gang look like an Einstein chip. chip. NYC. Chip. A place chip. to live. This chip. is a thrill group. But chip. It's a cool group.
listening to What Duvet Said About Music, the parrot on the shoulder of Pirate Radio. Subscribe to What Duvet Said for free now on iTunes. You heard the man. Go do it. I want you to stop what you're doing right now. Robert Bob Duvet is, pl- is pleading with you to go subscribe to this on iTunes. If you're listening to it, you might have already done it. So thank you. Thank you for that. And as always, give us a call, 415-937-0445. That's 415-937-0445. I would love to hear from you. Also, you can write to us at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. And as always, go to our blog, www.whatduvaysaid.com, and you are going to see a kind of a review. It was more of a social commentary about a show I attended recently. As we get into hour two, I want to get a few reviews. These are all bands that are worthy of being played on college radio. KUSF probably would be in support of. So uh, I will do a couple show reviews for you. The first one being uh, this past Thursday, January 27th at San Francisco's Independent. I saw a triple bill. All three bands playing were very, very, very competent. Uh, Free Energy, the headliner, excellent band. I've talked about them endlessly. I'm probably not going to play a Free Energy song just because I do all the time. I think I did last week to tease out this review. But I will talk about A, B, and the C from San Francisco. Local band, very uh, polished, young contingent. And they are going to be playing Noise Pop as well coming up in a few weeks. And the Postels, New York City-based the Postels, they are assigned the capital or something big. This was their first time playing San Francisco. So uh, maybe what I'll do is I'll play a little uh, a live snippet of A, B, and the C. We'll talk about them. And then uh, I'll play you a tune of theirs. And we'll talk about the Postels. I'll play you a tune of theirs. Dabble a little bit with free energy. As we get into hour two of What Duvet Said About Music, Issue 17, the Save KUSF, Save Your College Radio Station, Save Yourself episode of What Duvet Said About Music. Here's a bit of A, B, and the C from The Independent doing a song called Yellow Haired Girl. They were joined on stage by 
the four members of the She's, another kind of buzzy San Francisco band. Uh, all of them are so young. I mean, I think they're maybe 21. The girls in the She's definitely, they don't look like they're out of their teens. Um, what can I say about these A, B, and the C fellows? Really nice. I'd like to thank Coley O'Brien for doing the intro, uh, the station ID at the beginning of this show. And they're great. I mean, they're very, very professional sounding. They've got some really great songs and consistent songwriting. I guess my, if I have an aversion, it's that they're so perfect sounding. It was really strange to see a band so young and so precocious be this polished. And I guess you can hear in the back, they kind of work a little bit of a 50s sound. They remind me of a band called Deer in the Headlights out of uh, the Phoenix area. Maybe the Morning Benders a little bit, but not nearly as experimental. The singer has a great voice, and I really don't have huge problems with the songwriting, and it really kind of has grown on me. I've been listening to their MySpace page quite a bit. I'm gonna play a song called Susie, which is really good. I guess, you know, their equipment was awesome. I looked on stage and the guys are playing like Vox amps and beautiful American-made Fender tellies and I just don't remember bands at my when I was that age playing having that kind of equipment and having that dialed in and pro a sound. So it's jealousy, folks. Maybe I'm just jealous of AB and the C. They're gonna be playing noise pop. That's a great gig for them. Um, they're definitely a band I think that's gonna be around a while, and they're one car commercial away or or TV advertisement away from being maybe uh, huge. They definitely have the chops. They're definitely young enough, and if they can keep it together, I'm sure they're only going to go up. I guess I was just looking for a little bit more grit live, and it just felt perfect. It felt like I was watching them record an album or something, and I guess these are minor complaints. So let's, let's listen to a song called Susie, and it's off a new EP they have called Boys and Girls. They recorded it at Different Fur. I think they did it with the guy from The Morning Benders. I'm not sure about that. Um, again, great band. Thanks again to Coley for doing the station ID. I am jealous. I'll just go on record as saying if I have a, a, um, a thumbs up or thumbs down, it's I'm jealous. I don't know if that conveys anything. Let's listen to Susie and then we'll talk about the postels a bit. You see me all white out in Foxtail. Staring out to sea Whoa
There you go. That's Susie by A, B, and the C, San Francisco Zone. Look for them to be doing some great things. If you're not based here in the Bay Area, which most of you aren't, look for them to come to a town near you. If you like that. There's nothing not to like. So I'm going to give them a ringing endorsement. The A, B, and the C are a great band. Now let's listen to the Postels out of New York City. Believe their record was produced by Albert Hammond Jr. from The Strokes. They got signed to a big label. And maybe you'll hear why. We'll do a new song for it. Do I know it? Also, we're on, this isn't on the album, but we're selling our debut album for the first time ever, which we're really excited about. I'm over there. Um, so if you want to come say hi after the set, you know, I'll be there. Five dollars for a kiss. Folks, five dollars for a kiss. All right, that's the Postels out of New York City. You know that song there wasn't representative of their set. To me, they reminded me of a very Motown influenced band. Um, I hear a lot of people comparing them to The Strokes. I didn't hear it. Maybe there's a certain, uh, you know, uh, jaggedy guitar thing they had going on a little bit. But definitely they didn't have that attitude of Strokes, that on the rails, very edgy sound that makes the Strokes so great. These guys were smooth, very polished, very self-aware. Um, I guess they're very poised to be your next big thing. I got the record. I bought it from the dude. I, You know, I like it. It's all good. It's all so good. The problem is it's... Maybe too good. I keep looking for chinks in the armor. I don't see any. And it feels strange. I, I guess it, it's not the rock and roll I'm used to. It's not ragged. I, when I get to uh, Wax Idols in the weekend review, you'll hear that's a little bit more, I guess, what I'm more familiar with. These bands are so pro sounding and so polished. Again, it's just a lot of jealousy on my part. Um, the singer for the band definitely had a lot of charisma. The ladies were eating it up. I wasn't buying it so much. I have a feeling he's, he's that way with, with every crowd. But, you know, San Francisco girls, God love them. They're easily amused. Anyway, he um, definitely had um, a 
a presence on stage. The whole band did. The, the, actually, the gu- lead guitar player sang backups, and he also sang lead on a song. I'm going to see if I can find that one. He had a great voice. I was like, wow, now there's the voice. Um, but I don't know. They're both, they're both good singers, and the band itself was pretty good. And for first time through San Francisco, they definitely had people liking them. So I can't begrudge a band that. Touring across the country, you know, they're, they're earning it on the road. So let's listen to a Postel song, and uh, we'll talk a bit more. There's that Strokes thing. Um, they're a little bit more, I guess, um, whitewashed or 
uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Scrubbed clean. But yeah, there is a Strokes thing to them, and they're good. They have it's a good record. I put it on, and I was dancing around the place as I was dusting and cleaning. So, you know, it's good for that sort of thing. Be interesting to see what kind of trajectory they have. I think uh, having uh, Albert Hammond Jr. produce your record is not a bad thing, and they definitely, um, like I said, deliver live. They they have a good good stage presence. Just a little too squeaky clean. Muss it up a bit, boys. Muss up that hair. They all were wearing those two, those little hats from another era that everybody seems to love to wear right now. I should probably wear one because I'm starting to thin, but I won't. Uh, that would be a, that would be pandering, and I refuse to pander. Only to you, my Davidians. You are the only people I will pander to. Okay, what can we get into? Let's play um, Wax Idols. I'm going to play a whole live track, of a shitty recorded live track from my trusty flip cam. Because um, I don't feel like digging into their MySpace page. We'll talk about the Wax Idols. We'll talk about Weekend. And we'll play a few more tunes and we'll get out of here. Yes, indeed. Soon we will be out of here. You will be free to go about and enjoy your day. Or not enjoy your day. That's entirely up to you. I'm not the arbiter of how your day needs to be filled or enjoyed. I am the person that hopefully helps you kill a couple hours of it. Okay, that was the Wax Idols from San Francisco doing a song called God Only Knows. I don't know. They're pretty new. 
Um, that was, uh, like I said, recorded live off my flip cam, so I apologize for the sound recording. I usually get in there and try and EQ it. I just don't have much time to do that today, so I apologize. But uh, it gives you a sense of what they sound like. I got to be honest with you. I kind of, this band, I didn't know how I felt about it. Now, I should say the Wax Idols played the Hemlock on Saturday, uh, the 29th, with a band called Weekend. Weekend, I believe in my heart, is going to blow up. They're going on tour with Wire. Um, that should be great exposure for them. Rolling Stone gave them three and a half stars out of five. That's a re- great review for a new band. They uh, Weekend has a Jesus and the Mary Chain sort of vibe. So do the Wax Idols. Um, I really dug the guitar play. There's there's three women in the band and a bass player uh, who's a guy. And um, the two guitar players who sing as well together, mostly there's one that does lead. And I, I, I apologize. I don't have their names. Um, at any rate, they had a great guitar sound. One was playing a hollow body Rickenbacker, which I loved. The other one, some junky... Don't even know what model it was at a crappy amps, and that could go either way. You see crappy amps, and you're like, this is either going to sound great or terrible. They had a great guitar sound. The bass player, super melodic, really the glue holding the band together. The drummer was the weak link, in my opinion. She was, you know, really cute, but midway through that set, she was out of gas. They had a full room there because it was a sold-out show. And they had an opportunity to play another couple songs, and she was kind of saying, I'm tired, I can't do it. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You have 100 people there, and you can't muster through another couple songs. She dropped a few beats. Everything was really plotting. The drum beat you hear in that song is the drum beat you're going to hear in all of their songs. So if the Wax Idols are listening, you better make this chick bone up on her chops, man. She's got to get it together if you guys want to go to the next level, because... Junkie is cool, but Junkie gets old after a while, and I felt like she was holding back the band. The songs could have been a lot more uh, more dynamic with a more dynamic drummer and a, a definitely a tighter drummer. So I felt like they suffered as a result, but you know they're new and they're getting it together, and maybe you know she'll she'll put in the effort and the time to do this. I say this because I've been a drummer before, and I have failed at the task of conditioning and it needs you need to get it together it's kind of a it looks bad if you're tired or you can't do it or your your time's going up and down so she needs to get it together so drummer for wax idols get it together the band itself is pretty good and i will be looking forward to seeing them play more shows i think they're also playing noise pop who isn't playing noise pop in san francisco i think everybody is Let's get to Weekend, shall we? Weekend kicked ass. They, huge sound. Like I said, Jesus and the Mary Chain, My Bloody Valentine. uh, Very atmospheric and and angular. And three guys can make quite a racket on stage, especially in a room as small as the Hemlock. They were great. I'm going to play you a song from their album, Sports. I've played Weekend before. I'll play them again, why not? And then uh, we will... Play a few more tunes and then close up shop. It's almost time to close up shop. So here's a weekend song. I'm gonna play something I haven't played by them before. Let me see. What can we play by weekend? Let's look in real time, shall we? You guys don't have any place to be right now, do you? Sometimes I feel this this pull to be professional, and then I feel the pull to go in the opposite direction. So 
That's where we're at right now. Well, I've played in times before. Let's play Coma Summer. That's kind of the hit. It's six minutes and 32 seconds long. Wow. It's long for this show. We're going to do it anyway. Coma Summer Weekend. A band to be checking out as they come to your town. Pretty freaking good, man. They made me feel like I was dosing. And dosing's not a bad thing. As long as you get high on my supply.
Ah, glorious feedback. I love the feedback. So if you can see what I mean, the difference between the two shows, um, one super polished, another one very much more underground sounding. I guess I lean more towards the underground. That's the kind of guy I am. That's where Robert Bob Duvet, your musical valet, likes to park his his car, his automobile, to continue a very bad reference. I, I should mention Free Energy. They're awesome. They deliver. They always do. They're going to record a new record, and I look forward to it being great. They played a song called Back Scratcher, which I captured on video. It looks great. It sounds great, and it's on the blog, www.whatduvaysaid.com. So go check it out. Go read uh, the review as well that I was talking about. But yeah, Free Energy, I, I didn't want to give them short shrift. They were great. Um, so infectious. And I wish uh, there were more rock bands out there that, that channel that kind of late 70s when men were men and men had mustaches sort of rock and roll. And women loved them and would willingly flash their tops. There was none of that going on. But a bunch of women did jump up on stage, which is always cool. It's always fun watching people kind of like dance, like, you know, with their pouty faces on and, and rocking out. And they, they look a lot more silly than, than, they, than sexy. I think they look more silly than sexy. If I was going to title this show, I would say it's more silly than sexy, too. Um, what can we play? Well, I promised I was going to play... Um, let, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play The Dirty Fences because I have an interview coming up with them. I'm going to play Behavior. That interview is going to go up tomorrow. I'm going to play a little Tristan. I'm interviewing her tomorrow, and that's going to be on the next podcast, which is going to feature Nashville acts. A lot of good music coming out of Nashville, folks. It is not country only. It is amazingly diverse, and I'm looking really forward to turning you guys on to that. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll do that. We're going to do a little Dirty Fences. We'll do the behavior. Um, maybe I'll play a couple songs by them. And then we'll do Tristan, and then we'll be out. So I'm going to do a, I don't know, a quadruple shot. So you have plenty of time to go to the bathroom.
Okay, that was Behavior, Double Shot, a song called Ghost, into a song called Good Behavior. The last two songs on their release, Land's End, which I really like. Look for it. I think it's free, and it's out there on the internet, so if you type in Behavior, Land's End, and it's banned out of New York City, that's them. It's good stuff. I like it. Before, that was The Dirty Fences. I love The Dirty Fences. They're also out of New York City. I'll be interviewing them for the blog, so that should be up soon. I'll let you guys know about that. We are going to play a song by Tristan, who I will be interviewing tomorrow. Very excited and nervous. So I got to get my shit together. And uh, that's it. Thank you for joining me. Um, support your local college radio. Uh, what else can I tell you? Thank you. Thank you for listening to this show. Thanks for supporting this show. We are What Duvet Said About Music. I am Robert Bob Duvet. That's right. You're in the right spot if that's who you want to hear. And as I said, the blog, full of great stuff, www.whatduvetsaid.com. I am uh, talking too much. We will play Tristan. You will hear from Tristan next week. <laughs>